Hello. I'm here for Justin. Yes. That's you? Yes. You don't have a beard. I know. Well, he's my safe light guy. Oh, and, um, okay. I have safe light insurance and they're replacing the window on my car. Oh, okay. And it ended up taking longer than they thought, so they said, we'll send an Uber home and they'll pick you up. And I'm like, okay. That's great. So that was your car. He's driving away. Oh, no, that was a friend of mine. Oh, okay. Who happened to see me standing there. Girls, what are you standing there for? Uh, and I yeah. told him, I'm waiting for an Uber driver. Okay, so let me see. So we're going to Alt 41 North. Oh, yeah, in yeah. Uh, yeah. Bonita Springs. Yeah, kind of a bad day, right. time of day to be doing this, huh? Nope, I'm good. I'm, I'm just an Uber driver. I don't care where we're going, as long <laughs> as I'm getting paid. Yep. <laughs> so that's all good. Um, so what's your name? Anne. Anne. Yes. And can I ask your, for your permission to record a ride for my YouTube channel? Sure. Is that fine? Yeah. That's great. I'm going to give you my card. There you go. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Oh. And, um, yeah, let's see. Um, what happens I mean you know if you have phone calls to make or you're on your phone the whole way because you need to work that's fine too then I will just not publish anything but if we're having a nice conversation then I, I'll cut that and I will publish that yeah it's just like a little like spend my time in the uber driving I mean it's so boring it's nice to talk to people sure yeah yep and so what happened to the car well, my car was vandalized. No. Yep. They actually broke into your car? Well, they tried to. They tried to? They tried to. They took a prick punch and tried to break the glass on the rear passenger, both windows. Uh-huh. But the glass wouldn't break because oh. it's high impact glass. Oh, really? Because it's, well, because it's a, it's a higher end car. Okay. So that's special glass in the So it's special glass and it, it took two months to get things straightened out for me to take it to safe light so just... yesterday they called me they got everything straightened out they had to bring a special technician from Tampa to install the windows and I went there and said I have to wait for it and he said well this may take four five six hours we'll get you an uber and drive you home and then we'll send an uber to pick you up and I said thank you can't they bring the car to your home see this the type of car that I have hmm. it, the, there are com kind of complicated electronics in the windows okay because they're not framed and like when you go to open the do door the, the window kind of drops down a little bit a little bit right and then when it closes it goes back up into position and mm -hmm. it's it's more technical than just a normal car so is that a tesla that you're driving no it's a maserati levante it's an suv the maserati oh SUV. my goodness yeah yeah. Can we just swap cars for a day? <laughs> it is a nice car, I will not lie. I bet. It's very nice. I mean, I've never driven a Maserati, but uh, knowing the price tag on a car like that, I mean, that money has to go into something. And, um, and clearly, the windows. And clearly, the windows, right. It were, was one of the things they put the money into. So right. I, was, I was glad for that, and I was also considering myself very lucky Mm -hmm. That they did not damage the body of the vehicle in their attempt to I'd break say, it. Right. Because then, that's not good. You think that they were trying to steal the car, or did no? You I have think they something? were just trying to steal things because that yeah. night, and it was on a Friday night between five o'clock and seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. And there were, and it's still light. It was still light, 
kind of, pretty much. Imagine that, eh? It was in December. Well, the oh. first part was white because mm -hmm. December. But they, they also broke into two other cars. One was a Lexus, shattered the window, the glass. The other was a Lincoln, shattered the glass. And uh -huh. I don't know if they took... They didn't tell me um, if well, things would... were taken from the car. But I did file a police report and they looked at videos, but they couldn't... There wasn't enough to find out or make an identification about right. who it was. So. Well, I'm sure that they would take precautionary measures because there's so many cameras in the world that they I'm must sure have that known they... that they did not have a clear shot of them. Oh yeah. You okay. Know? And I, I would think that they would first look inside if they see stuff inside, no matter what it is. But it's not a. Well, I know, and I had there was nothing in my vehicle. The thing you're making a laugh. Yeah. There's nothing in my vehicle, really, that if they took it, I would have. It would have been an issue because I don't keep things in my vehicle. Right. Well, that, that teaches me now too. Yeah, they do still do these things. I haven't heard about people breaking into cars. Now that I know that you do have a Maserati, yeah, that does make sort of sense. So, but it's cool though that your winner wouldn't give and that. Um, but and then again, that that takes so many months. For the insurance, I suppose, on well, the insurance no, it, side. it really shouldn't have. There was just kind of a comedy of errors. Okay. It really shouldn't have taken that much time, but, you know, what are you going to do? But also the special glass yeah. and everything, and then the installation, yeah. Now, have you heard about the break-ins with Kias and Hyundais? No. I don't think it's as prevalent. I haven't heard about it as much here, but I'm from Buffalo, New York, okay. and I read, read the paper there, and there was a YouTube... Um, posting about the vulnerability in Kias and Hyundais as far as breaking into them, the ease with which they can break in. And oh, really? there have been a rash of stolen vehicles, and it's by younger people yeah. that saw the YouTube video and decided to give it a try, and they just go, they'll go and do one, two, three cars a night. They just wow. like yeah. drive them around, have a joyride, and then leave them somewhere, probably damaged. Um, but or that's been it. a problem, mm. not just in Buffalo, but in, a lot, in quite a few cities, about thefts of those vehicles. Wow. I had a, actually an ex-convict in the car who explained to me, like, how he broke into cars. And that really? it's really easy, yeah. And I also ex asked him, why would you want to do things like that? And he said, well, it's just quick money. It's just easy and quick money. You steal a car and often those lower-end cars and they get like five grand for it but they steal it they have to sell it right away right and the car's value can be anywhere between 30 or fifty thousand dollars like they, wow. they'll pick a nice one like a good-looking like a newer uh, one mm -hmm. and they only get five thousand but that's because the risk is then with the person that buys the car from right. them and they get cash and they're out so yep. it's real quick and easy money and when you're on drugs and all of these things, uh, or you just that's, live. A, that's what you want. That quick that's money. what you need. You need quick and easy money. And uh, but he realized it was so interesting his story actually in the car like that. that yeah that uh, he realized that it's um, it's a dead end. You know, once you get into a life like that, the drugs, the, the quick and easy money, it's a, it's an always a dead end that gets you into into jail. Yeah. yeah. And if you keep it up, you go more to jail. And that's just uh, wasn't for him, and so he quit doing that and found himself a decent job and straighten himself out. Straighten himself out. Oh, that's yeah, good. yeah, good for him.
But anyway, <laughs> here we are <laughs> talking about uh, stolen cars. Anyway. <laughs> but so you're from Boston, so you're a snowbird? No. We sold our house in Buffalo a couple of years ago and we're down here full time. Oh, you're now here permanently? No, I, yeah, I love it and I love it. I, I never liked having two houses. How do you write your name? A N N E? No E. No E, just A N N. Yep. Double N, okay. Oh, so now you're loving, you're living here full time, you said? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I yeah. like it, it's easy here. Oh, yeah. The weather's nice. Oh, yeah. Friends, we have a lot of friends here. Oh, nice. We belong to the country club at, in Laley Resort. Uh huh. So, it's good. No winters. Yeah, no winters, <laughs> she says. Yeah. Now, where are you from? Well, as long as you can handle the summers, right? Because yes. the summers are sort of gruel, but as long as there's they AC. Yeah. Um, we go north for a couple months, visit our son and grandson. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're coming next on Friday, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm sure that in the wintertime, they'll rather come visit here. Yeah. But in the summertime, it's nice to visit them, yeah, yes. to cool off a little bit. Yep. Because living in an air conditioning is not like, I mean, it's doable, but it's not perfect either. I mean, you can't in the summertime here. You cannot really spend much time outside. And, uh, no. So you asked where I'm from. I'm from the Netherlands. Are you? Uh huh. What brought yep. you here? Uh, I have two American children. So they're 24, 22. Ah, nice. Uh, I have a third son who's still with us, but the oldest two, they are, they were born in Miami, uh -huh. and it was time for them to go to college. Yeah. We were living abroad, but because it was time for them to go to college, we moved here. Nice. Yeah, to support them to going through through college. Wow. Now the thing is, is that one is in California and the other one is in Colorado. Oh my gosh. So they chose not not typically like close to home, sort of, so to speak. But they were first here, and then we came afterwards. Ah. Uh. We chose Florida because it's the cheapest to fly from here, everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Is it? Yeah to the Netherlands, you know, and Miami. to them. Uh, from Miami, you can fly yeah, every, everywhere. everywhere rather cheaply. Uh, that's sort of an, that's an economic than... choice, but not a bad choice. Yeah, we like it here. And then I chose Naples because we didn't want to be in Miami. Yeah. We didn't want to be on the West Coast either. No, I can imagine. I mean, the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. It's a little quieter here. Oh, yeah. But it's growing. Do you see all the building that they're doing down 951? Oh. That's what I'm understanding, yeah. Even 10 years ago, it was so much more quiet here. I know. And then yesterday, there was a big accident on the highway, and it just completely choked Naples, because everybody gets in the car and goes home. But I believe that the highway was like one lane open, or it was just completely shut off for a while. And so all of Naples was just full of traffic standing still. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. It's funny how quickly a whole city can just choke up yeah. if if the highways don't flow. Yep. Let's hope we uh, we're not going to find that today. Yeah. And so you said one son and a grandchild. Yes. Wow. Yep. How old is the grandchild? Eight. Eight. Oh, that's wonderful. It's a good age. Yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. Like. I'd like to have more children, but 
I guess I'm gonna look forward to the grandchildren. Yeah. See, <laughs> even, even better, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. In a certain way. And can I ask what 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 do you do? Well, I've been retired for 11 years, but I okay. worked in the um, for a brokerage firm, financial services firm. Okay. Um, RBC Wealth Management out of Buffalo. Oh, you retired early. I did. Because you're like maybe a little one or two years older than me. Like, think you're like late 50s. I was born in 56, 1956. 56. You're 10 years older than I am. Wow. <laughs> Then you are well. I just gave you ten years younger, and I was not to flatter you because I don't know you. I don't care. I know. But um, well, it's good for my tip, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. But um, yeah, it's difficult to see also with the the sunglasses. Right. But still, yeah, you retired. Uh, yeah, right? I did. Like, nice. I think I was 53 or 54. Mm-hmm. And so you said. So 53, uh, you said brokerage? Yeah. I worked in a small office. I worked for the branch manager. I was registered. I had a, I had a couple clients. Mm -hmm. um, it was a nice office. Mm -hmm. Not too many people. We all got along. So I had a nice kind of working career. Nice. Nope. I, you know, it's, I liked going to work every day. But my husband is 13 years older than I am. Okay. And he was retired. And so... After a few oh. years, we bought a place down here, and then I decided to retire early because yeah. he was retired, and it was it was fine. Yeah. We could we could do yeah. it. Yeah, and it's also nice then to retire more or less in the, at the same age to spend time with each other. Yeah. Can I ask what did your husband do? He owned Midas Auto Repair sh Shops. Okay. And service shops. In Boston? No, in Buffalo. In Buffalo? Yeah, in Buffalo. Where's Buffalo? Where's Buffalo? Yeah. It's New York State. So you've got New York City mm -hmm. and Buffalo, New York is like way west. So New York okay. State is kind of like a triangle. Mm -hmm. And so you've got all the way east is New York City mm -hmm. at the bottom part of it. And then all the way at the other end is Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. So, and north of that is Boston? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then to the west, you said it's Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Well, one day I hope to uh, be in those areas. It will be nice. We have some family in New York. Maybe what one part day, of New York uh, State? The city? Oh, I have no clue. Yeah. That's my wife's family. I have no clue where they live. I just know it's in New York, New York City, City somewhere. Yeah. yeah. New York State's a big state. Yeah, we're big cities. Yeah. Uh, they're in New York City, but which area? It's so big, I it's, know. Yeah. But it would be nice to see that area of the country once, because it must be very different than here. Oh my gosh, it's so different. Just architecturally and age. Mm. The buildings, Buffalo has some of the most beautiful architecture. Oh, really? Because a lot of the city was built around the turn of well the turn of the 19th century into the 20th century uh-huh i lived in a house there that was built in 1929 by a lumber baron from chicago who built the house and they had craftsmen from europe that came and worked on the house i mean the uh -huh. fireplaces there were five fireplaces in the house oh really and 
around. Nice. One, the one in the living room, there's a sunken living room, all hardwood floors. It was like a walk-in fireplace. It was like almost as tall as I was. And there nice. were, it was carving, like stone carvings on the side of the fireplace. There was a fireplace in the dining room. Wow. There was a beautiful library, all wood with a, um, oh, what do you call the ceiling? It was a plaster ceiling that was curved. Curved, wow. It was gorgeous. And there was a fireplace in that room, um, all led to glass windows. Oh, wow. It was, and then upstairs, and there was a, a fireplace the kitchen and then behind the kitchen on this is all the first floor mm -hmm. there was a we used we made it into a pool room for a pool table and there was a fireplace in there upstairs there was a fireplace in the master bedroom and then there was another fireplace in the, the adjacent bedroom fireplace in the master bedroom yeah wow oh and they were beautiful nice and there there was a like formal off the dining room there's like a formal patio and then in the back was a pool, this gorgeous swimming pool, and it's right in the city, right in the right city. in the city, and it also had a library. Yep. Wow. All, that sounds like all shelves for books. Oh, really? It was. It oh. was quite a house, actually, I'd and there say. were a lot of houses like that. Um, because at the, at, at the during the end of the 18th century, there was um, Lake Erie, which was mm -hmm. a big shipping. big business and there were a lot of very wealthy people there's Delaware Avenue which is one of the main city streets going downtown uh -huh. it was like millionaires row they were house after house after house it's just beautiful stone and brick and houses that are they had to have unimaginable staffs just to run them and now none of them are owned by an individual or lived in individually they're all companies that bought them and now they're all corporate either law firms or businesses or they put offices inside yeah yeah uh, they're just so costly to maintain they all have slate roofs multiple fireplaces i mean those must be nice offices though wow yeah real nice it reminds me a little bit of uh, those villas that you have in uh the hague and in amsterdam mm -hmm. those uh Big homes at the at the canals. Yes, they were you. They were owned by the merchandaries and the, yeah, the people that worked in trade and everything. And um, those were your millionaire homes. Yeah. and they were yeah beautiful. This is like the movies, you know. It's the way you described your old house. It yeah. was just like the movies. Yeah, like you see that. And uh, but yeah, of course that still exists. That must have been hard to move out of, though. That wasn't hard to let go. Which house? <laughs> Your home in the bu in the in, bu Buffalo? in the Buffalo. Okay, the house that I moved out of, actually, because I lived in that house for seven years, like in the mid '90s to like 2000. Okay. And then, because that relationship ended, so then I ended up buying a house, and I bought. It was the most charming house. It was all brick. It was mm -hmm. built in 1895. 1895. 1895. And it wow. was so charming. And it was built in the city, but in this little, little neighborhood that had all these little cottage houses. Oh. And the story of the neighborhood and my house, there were houses built before mine. 
is that those were the artisans that moved from Europe to build the homes on Delaware Avenue. It was so charming. Buffalo has a garden walk every year, and they've been—it's been going on for I think 25 years. Okay. And it's the largest walking tour. It's a free tour. Okay. You just get a map. They publish a map. You enter your garden for free, and people just come and walk through your garden, or you know, they just look at your garden. Okay. And there are hundreds of them on it, and it's grown every year. And my house was on a corner. So I didn't really have to let people into my yard or anything. They could just walk by on the sidewalk. But I had window boxes and hanging baskets and pots. And it was really, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work doing the gardening. But I would have a garden party every year. Wow, nice. I would fix my garage up and I would have drinks and food. And my friends would come over and they would watch everybody walking around the garden walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was a lot of fun. I lived there for 20 years. Oh, 20. Wow. And I was ready to go because there's a lot of work in maintaining a house like that. And I was pretty much done. So, yeah. And the prices, it's real estate. We were going to hang on to it for maybe two or three years more. But when we saw what was going on with real estate in Buffalo, New York, we mm -hmm. had a number in mind. And we met with a real estate agent and they hit the number. So we said, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's time to move, it's time to move. Yeah. And I guess I didn't realize how much, how great I would feel, mm -hmm. you know, when we did sell the house. And one of the things that was so, that we're so fortunate about is it was an out-of-town buyer. Now, in Florida, it's very common to sell the home with all the furnishings. Yeah. It's not common up north. Oh, it's not. But this buyer wanted everything, wanted the stuff in the house. And wanted everything with it. So oh. I could take out personal stuff, which I did. Sure, sure. But I just walked away. I didn't have to. Oh. I know. I mean, I clean clothes out and stuff like that. But sure. I basically took what I wanted, rented one of those pods. Have you ever seen those pods around? Uh-huh. They are the best. You pack your own stuff. They lock it up, and then they deliver it to where you go, and you unpack it. Nobody touches it. Right. And it's it was really good, and it was by far the most reasonable choice because that was in 2021 mm -hmm. and moving companies were charging exorbitant rates because of the pandemic so many people were moving yeah the rates they were charging were crazy and it was by far the most reasonable way to move the amount of things that we wanted to move it's nice to leave things behind also mm -hmm. yeah i had that experience in my life as well so uh, when you moved from the netherlands right i did three years of volunteer work and I decided to just do away with everything yeah. and start fresh, yep. start over with a new life. And um, I gave everything away and I sold the other half and said this goodbye to everything. And yeah. then you, it's like, you know, things start to own you as well mm -hmm. after a while. You get attached to things and well, they're just things. The only thing that's important in life are the people around you mm -hmm. and the animals and the plants and the yeah. world and the, and the planet. But the things 
are very irreplaceable. They are. Even if it's your grandma's couch or... I know. Maybe especially if it's your grandma's couch. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye to grandma one yeah. day too, you know? Yeah, I kept the uh, things that really meant something to me. Sure. But there were so many things that you would think I should have taken that I just didn't because I'm not a saver really anyway. Mm -hmm. But I do like things that have meaning to me. Yeah, sure. And I mean, you realize a lot of times people you accumulate things, and if you have a spot for them, yeah. you don't throw yeah, them yeah. out. You yeah, put yeah. them somewhere, never, in the yeah. basement, in the attic. Exactly. You never know, and um, you haven't used them for years. Sometimes you don't even remember that you have them. <laughs> right. So it is, it's very cleansing to get rid of things. I mean, also the bigger the home, the more stuff you have, eventually. But that's a nice way of doing it, yeah. Yeah. And then how big was your pot? How big it was! It yeah. was the smallest one. The small, oh, really? So it wasn't that big. Wow, amazing! You, yeah. That's traveling light. We really light. did. Coming to Florida, and then here you. Because um, we had the house here with furnishings and stuff. But there's no fancy homes like that here. This is all like, I don't know what you wanna. I know. It all looks like Roman Gothic. It's all beautiful design, but, but it it's also brand new that it right. doesn't have any character. No, no. And that, that's what is lacking here. Yeah, there's no... Yeah. I mean, you would never think, like in, in Buffalo, mm. you would never think to like redecorate your house after 15 years. I mean, the furniture that was in that house it was there a long, long time. Yeah. But here, we were here when we got... When we moved in in 2007, we, I had a decorator help me decorate. Sure. And we bought all the furniture because I thought, okay, that's fine. Well, I became so sick of it. And, you know, it's whatever amount of time, it needed to be completely redecorated. It needed to be, yeah, redecorated. And that's the way it is here. And all, like all my friends, they, you know, live in these bigger houses than, than we do. But it seems that they're all like redecorating. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, getting yeah. rid of furniture and updating and you don't do it as often <clears throat> up north as you do down here like here because of all the new builds and they are always on the latest trends and people yeah, want to incorporate yeah, them yeah. in their house and mm -hmm. I don't know it's too much well I mean if you can um, can do that I can see that that's fun to do as well to redo the uh, the interior mm -hmm. That's a lot of fun to be busy with, with new colors and especially as as styles change, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, I know, I remember my mom's home from the 70s, like all these dark colors, like dark brown and dark oh, yeah. green and mm -hmm. heavy curtains and things like that. Can't do that anymore. No, everything's light. You know, I suppose that every 10 years there's a new style. Um, but in an old home, there's a certain style that fits the home. Right. You don't want to put a brand new, modern look. Although you could still bring a modern interior into an old home, I but guess. But you don't want to. Probably not, you no. Don't. And the funny thing is that the Netherlands is full of old homes and old style. Because the country is so much older than here. Yeah. And everything was built with brick. Yeah. It lasts forever. The construction then. Mm. I mean, even my little house built in 1895. 
I mean, the quality of the construction. Mm -hmm. They just don't do that anymore. And they they can also refresh those homes on the outside. I've seen that ones that like the brick gets sort of a little ugly after a while, but then they scrape off the smallest little slither of brick from the they scrape it off, and then the brick looks like new. Yeah. And the whole house looks like new. It's amazing how they can do that. Um, yeah, interesting. Have you been to Europe? I have. Yeah. Like where? Cruises. Um, we went on one that we actually started in Amsterdam. Oh really? And then just went along. The oh, coast. a cruise? Yeah. I've been on three cruises, and that's kind of my. Where do those go from Amsterdam? Um, like up the river, or? No, this was no. We started in Amsterdam. So that this goes like on the first the North Sea down yes. the coast and then the Atlantic Ocean down yes. the coast of yep. Europe. Oh that is a beautiful ride. Oporto, Lisbon, Around Cadiz. Portugal. And we ended up in Barcelona. And then you end up on the other side of Spain. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. That was a, that was a really nice trip. Yeah. Oh and you see a lot of countries that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of history. Interesting. And then we did the Mediterranean where we started in France and then went Italy and then up to oh, yeah. like Rome, Venice, then over to Dubrovnik, kind of that area. That was a good one too. Nice. I mean, you do see a lot, but you don't spend much time in any particular year a day in a port, you know, but still. How would you spend your time on the cruise ships? How would we? Yeah, how would you spend your time on the cruise ship? Um, because if there's a lot of traveling in between, then your day is on a ship. If we weren't in port, we'd probably go to the pool, hmm. go to the spa, read. If you were, depending on where you were going, if you weren't too far out, you could sit on your balcony and look at the, the coast as you... Because they don't, they don't go out that far sometimes. It depends. Uh -huh, yeah. Just see the world go by. Yeah, that that that's my dream one day. Yeah. To go on a cruise with a balcony. I read my book on the balcony. Yeah. We we used Oceana, and most of the cabins have balconies. Nice, nice. And there's also shows on those cruise yeah, ships, right? There are. Are those fun? Are they nice? Yeah, they are. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're mm. pretty good. And the restaurants, the Oce Oceana Cruise Lines does a great job with food. Oh, really? I never gain any weight on those cruises because oh, the food is just so delicious. You don't need to overeat. Oh. And there are so many good food options. That's a contradiction. 
I know, you would think. But if you're satisfied, it's like I was satisfied with eating the food, so I didn't like... And you enjoyed it so much that mm -hmm. you didn't feel like... And they had good options. Uh -huh. Like, like clean eating is like, I don't like to say healthy eating because it's just such a cliche, cliche. but yeah. I like clean eating. You know, with good ingredients, fresh ingredients. Right. No frying, no processing, just... So they had like five, like five star restaurants, and then of course they always had the gr the grill. Five star restaurants. Yeah, they had like an Italian. They have a real chef. Oh yeah. And everything. Jacques Papin is the one that heads up. The I don't know if you've ever heard of that chef. No. He heads up the food, like the But food for the cruise line. You um, don't you don't get five stars just out of nowhere. That's amazing. Really, there's um, an Asian, Italian steakhouse. The other two, probably. Oh, I don't remember what the themes of the other two were, but and it's all free seating. It's like you just make your reservation for when you want to dine, which right. I like. Right. And it's not super. It's there's no. They, they relax like there's no formal nights. Like and, you don't have yeah, to bring yeah. a tuxedo or like evening gown stuff. Okay. It's just nice casual. Unless you sit with the captain, of course. Oh yeah, you might want something nice then. <laughs> yeah. Have you sat with the captain? No. No? Oh. Uh, wow, that sounds uh, wonderful though, because all the different styles of cuisine, then mm -hmm. you can try everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and probably also for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah. Uh, different styles, that's nice. And then that comes included in the price, I suppose? Depends on your package, I guess. Mm -hmm. But that's what I would do too. Get a package that everything is included, that you can just have added. <laughs> yes. But um, five star, I had no clue that those restaurants were, that that's really good quality. Wow. Okay, so that was the one from Amsterdam, one in the Mediterranean, and then the third one, because I think you mentioned three. Yeah, I can't remember the the other one was kind of some of kind of some of the same ports. Okay. So. All right, in that area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, what seems interesting is a cruise in the in Norway. So going through the fjords. Oh, that would be fabulous. That would be very pretty. That would be a great trip. Yeah, in the summertime. So then, like the nights are short and the days are really long. That should yes. be beautiful. But oh, the other day I had somebody in the car that mentioned the cruise in Alaska. So Alaska is also beautiful cruising. That's what I hear. People yeah. that come back from Alaskan cruises say they love it. They love it, yeah. They love it. It doesn't sound like, but people love it. They think it's great. Yeah, if, if, if you love like raw nature, yeah. I suppose, right? Mm -hmm. As in opposite to more seeing cities and culture and, and right. things like that that's yeah except that he said that in Alaska you um, there's only two months in the year where you can really uh, do a cruise because if you do it too early it all the mountains are covered in fog all the time ah. you don't see anything and so there's only like June July I believe that it's just beautiful Look at this traffic. Yep. 
I wonder what way I should go home. I don't want to come back this way. Right? Hmm. Yeah, this is Naples in the winter. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing your stories uh, oh. <laughs> with me. That was nice. You're a very nice yeah. conversationalist. Well, thank you. It's always uh, interesting to to hear about these different things and about. Oh wait, it's not here yet. Yeah. So you're on. Are you on Immokalee? Is this? Yeah. Uh, what what road are we on? In Mok no, I don't think so. This is uh, we're almost. This is the old 41. Oh, okay. Uh, coming oh, no, up. No, it's up here. So I'm gonna take a left here. The old oh, 41. this is the way. So we came off the highway. Yeah. Is this not how you normally drive? Well, when I came, I got off exit 111. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure if that was a which exit. That was 113, we I think. It could be. I don't know. But when he took the Uber driver took me back this way. Because otherwise, old 41, for me it was a right-hand turn. I was coming from the other direction. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the exit numbers. Out of my head, yeah. But look oh, at this. I'm looking for Justin. This is a picture that I, I see. This, well, I he mean, didn't have a way to, because they're paying for it. Right, but I mean, he's connected to your, to the to the glass service. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But he did it with his personal account then, rather he than get reimbursed. I'm sure. Uh, he gets he reimbursed to, probably. Sure he, yeah. he was a special technician that they brought from Miami. I mean, not from Miami, from Tampa. Yeah, there's not too many Maseratis around. <laughs> yep. I'm but sure see, that if I had had it done at the dealer, look. Mm -hmm. they, Geico wouldn't have paid for it. So I had to go through Geico in Safe Flight in order to do it. Because I didn't want to pay for it. What? That's weird. I know. I mean, the dealership is the first place you go to. You would think, but no. And then... Which oh you have Geico? Adding new lift right to Okay, that's fine. 422. I have to watch my um, time because my son has a soccer game tonight. Oh he does? How old is he? And he is 17 and we're playing oh. in the regional finals. Oh wow. So that's wow. a big game for him. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. Hi Jeff.
Well, it's moving. So nothing was said in the conversation on the phone. Can I? Is that fine if I leave that phone conversation in the video? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, this is high and by. Otherwise, I would make a note and I have to go edit the video and all of that, and then uh, it takes time. But it was so short. to uh, stop thank you so much very nice of him and then I can drop you off here yes, I suppose. Well, nice talking to you Anne it was very nice talking to you too yeah. here you go thank you it was very relaxing uh, thank you thanks a lot appreciate that oh there you go yep thank you all right have a good one Bye. good luck for the car thanks all right <laughs> Bye bye. Oh, Bart. Oh, yes. You wanted. Got Great. It. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye.